There is real power in the name of Jesus. God knows the the situation. He knows the condition. He knows the urgency. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Every single week, we acknowledge a black creative, entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do absolutely best. And this week, we are putting our spotlight on Miss Trinique Logan. Trinique is the creative genius behind Pressed and Switch. These are press-on nails that are about pressing on and switching up your look as you please. If you're someone that's into natural nails or more festive, extravagant, sassy nails set for the weekend, maybe you'll enjoy maximizing your style and nail design that caters to the details of your look. And the best part about these nails, y'all, they are reusable. For those that are like me and you need a little break from acrylic, Press and Switch is the product that you need to keep your nails looking stylish and also giving them the break from the harsh chemicals that, you know, we go through when we go to the salon. For more information on Press and Switch, you can go to Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, and type in Press and Switch. And if you have any um inquiries or any more questions about this fabulous company, you can email them at pressandswitch at gmail.com. Trini, congratulations on your launch of this amazing company. Uh, We pray blessings for you in the future. Y'all, y'all, y'all. For those that are new, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me, let me reset in a take a step back. For those that are new to the show, I want to welcome you again. Uh, We're so happy to have you um, logging in. If you are on YouTube, if you're on Facebook, if you are on Instagram, however you um, are connecting with the show, we're super excited to have you with us. I want to remind everyone on the show that we have a function on um, Create with Kendra on our website, www.unassociated.com slash askkendra. This function allows listeners to send in questions, topics of discussion that could be featured on this show. So if that's you and you have a topic of discussion you would like to be featured on the show or if you have any questions relating to faith, life, relationships, whatever it is that you want um, to be discussed here, you are more than welcome to submit your um, submission on unassociated.com slash askkendra. And I am looking forward to all submissions for future upcoming episodes. Okay, so the sigh that I gave a moment ago was just because I I, I promise you like the the past couple of weeks just have been so heavy in this country. Um, There has been like 
within the past week, seven plus mass shootings. Seven plus mass shootings in our country. There is so much to pray for. There is so much to go to God for. And I don't know if I'm alone in this or not, but sometimes when things as such happen so traumatically, so hard, so they come in an overwhelming amount of pressure and sadness. Like even last week, our episode was in a tribute to the Buffalo mass shooting. And today, before starting the show, I turn on the news and you have the, the Texas elementary school shooting and other shootings. There was a church shooting in California. It's just like, we can't keep up with the amount of things that we need to pray for. Um, and not even just that it's, you know, people are dealing with their own stuff. People are dealing with their own situations, their own petitions that they have before the Lord. And if you're like me, sometimes, sometimes I don't know what to pray all the time. When I'm so overwhelmed, when I'm so burdened and and heavy, sometimes I just don't know what to pray. And that is what this episode is going to be about. That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, The Holy Spirit interceding for us. Jesus himself interceding for us. Um, Because God knows beyond what we do. He does. God sees all even when we can't collect our thoughts, when we can't collect ourselves to go to him because we want to put together an eloquent prayer. Sometimes it don't happen like that. So I want to jump right into scripture. If y'all don't mind, (laughs) I want to jump right into scripture. We're going to go to Luke chapter 22 verses 31 through 34. And um, I'm reading from the new King James version. And this, this particular chapter was entitled, um, Jesus predicts Simon Peter's, um, betrayal. Okay. So we're starting at verse 31 and it, and it reads, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But he said to him, this is Simon Peter saying to the Lord, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Then he said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster shall crow this day. For you will deny three times that you know me. The word of the Lord is blessed. Scripture addresses Simon Peter as the leader of apostles. So this particular time, 
Jesus is being convicted of um, being God and the Pharisees want to crucify him and they just want to kill him, right? Y'all know the story. Simon Peter, one of Jesus's disciples, this man walked with the Lord. This man seen miracles through Jesus. But Jesus predicts that Simon will fail. Simon Peter will deny him three times. And the thing about Simon Peter is that he's like, no, Lord, I'm going to ride or die with you. Been doing it for this long. I'm, I I got your back. But let's, let's back up just a little bit and let's look at the scripture. The scripture addresses Simon Peter as a leader in the apostles. And Jesus tells Peter that Satan desires to sift you as wheat. In other words, Satan desires to expose you, weaken you, and to tempt you into spiritual ruin. This is what the devil wants to do. The devil wants to knock you off your game. Yes, you are a follower of Jesus. Yes, you have been my disciple. Yes, you have been with me. You have seen these miracle signs and wonders. Yes, you have been in my close company. Yes, I call you my disciple. Yes, you represent me. But Satan is still after you. I want to remind somebody today, it does not matter if you on a praise team, if you a preacher, if you wrote a book, if you if you have a, if you a life coach, if you wrote five to ten steps to success, it does not matter what you are doing. Even if you are doing the work of the Lord, Satan is after you. And he wants to sift you as wheat. He wants to expose your weaknesses and he wants to to push you into spiritual ruin. But, I need somebody to say, but, I love that. I love a good but after the fact, right? He said, but I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. The beautiful thing about this, like we, like I said a, a minute ago, Simon Peter protests against the idea that he's going to betray the one whom he loves. The one that says, you know, I got your back, Jesus. He's going to betray him. He's going to deny him. But Jesus knew better and knew that Simon Peter's weaknesses in that moment, in those moments, because he did it three times, in those moments of weakness, it was only going to be temporary. Jesus knew that Simon Peter was going to be crucial and an important part of the story and the historiography of the beginning church. 
So even though Simon Peter had his flaws, even though he had a moment of denying him, Jesus saw the greater in him and said, I prayed for you that your faith fail not. Because I know the calling and the purpose on your life beyond your weaknesses. Glory to God. Glory to God. He knows the purpose and plan beyond our weaknesses. Glory to God. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. What's really interesting is that Jesus prayed for Simon Peter because he didn't know himself well enough or was or was in denial of that he would ever deny him. To be real, Jesus prayed for Simon Peter because either Simon Peter did not know himself well enough or was in denial of denying Jesus. Turning his back on Jesus, but he said, I, I, won't, I won't ever do that, Lord. I love you too much. But Jesus seen further than what Simon Peter was able to see. And Jesus prayed for his weaknesses. Jesus prays for our weaknesses. And he goes before the Father to protect our faith in this life. Even I, I, I feel like a couple of weeks back, we talked about two weeks ago, we talked about how people are giving up their faith in Jesus. Giving up their faith in Christ and saying, you know what? What's the use of of living for him? But I want to remind somebody that Jesus prays continually for us, his children, whom he is concerned about. He does. He prays for us because he loves us. He prays to protect our faith just like he did for Peter. Amen. Let's continue. Let's continue. I'm going to go to Romans. Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27. This is still the New King James Version, Romans chapter 8, verses 26 through 27. And it says, likewise, the spirit also helps our weaknesses. Glory to God. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit himself makes intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is because he is making intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. This scripture right here, honestly, it caused me to pray a little different. When I read this, in the moments that I felt like I don't know what to pray and there was a lot to pray for <laughs> and I just was like Lord I don't 
I don't have the words. I don't know what to pray right now. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so burdened. I'm so heavy. I don't know what to say to you. Even though there's so much to be said, I don't have the words to articulate. And it's not a shameful thing for us not to know what to say because the, the, the scripture says the spirit also helps in our weaknesses for we don't know what we should pray as we ought. But the spirit himself makes intercessions with groanings which can't be uttered. The spirit of God is constantly praying for us in groans that can't be interpreted. And so this scripture really caused me to take a step back. And now when I go to pray to God, even when I do have stuff to say, my request to him first is that, Lord, I pray that you give me what to say according to the will of God and not according to my own will. I pray that the things that I pray for are prayed through the Holy Spirit. I pray that you guide my prayers. I pray that you order my, my, my tongue. Because to be honest, we pray for stuff that ain't in God's will. We do. I've done it a lot. Sometimes I be having to just take it back, wind it back. And the reason why this helps me a lot is because I'm asking the Lord and I'm acknowledging the fact that sometimes I don't know what to pray for or how to pray. And I ask the Lord to give me what to say and, and, and guide me in my prayers because the Lord will guide me on who I need to pray for. It's not even just a selfish thing. Yes, God knows that, that I'm, that I'm dealing with this, that, and the third, but God will cause me to pray for my neighbor. I'll turn on the news and he'll cause me to pray for, for tragedies. He'll cause me to pray for the brokenhearted, for, to pray for those that are thinking about walking away from God, to pray for those lost souls who don't know Jesus at all. To, I mean, the Holy Spirit will cause me to pray for things outside of my house. In addition to the things in my house and within my family and within my personal life. And even I want to share with somebody, somebody, if you don't know what to pray, just call on the name of Jesus. Call on the name of Jesus continuously, earnestly. Call on the name of Jesus. It, it, it was it was so um, timely. And this was on time because that's how God operates. When I was putting this episode together, just taking a little notes. And uh, I completed um, writing down just to call on the name of Jesus as a as a as a tip for people to do when they don't know how to pray. I promise you. Um, after after I left my laptop, I was scrolling on my phone and I seen this this video. A couple years ago, there was a video 
of a woman on an airplane. This airplane was just taken off from Jamaica. And this woman on this airplane, y'all, she was out of her, she got out of her seat. She got into the middle aisle on the airplane and she just was crying out, Jesus, 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 screaming Jesus uncontrollably, just so passionately. And people thought she was crazy and she actually delayed the plane two hours. I don't know how long she was crying Jesus, but the, the, the flight was delayed two hours because this woman got out of her seat into the middle aisle and was just calling out Jesus and the Holy Spirit, which is just overwhelmed her and consumed her into, to the, to the naked eye. And for those that don't know the power of calling on Jesus, they thinking this lady crazy. Like, get her off this plane. We have to go to where we need to go, get to our destination, get her off the plane. After two hours, they they got the woman off the plane. And as they were gearing up to take the flight, the pilots noticed something very wrong with the engine. So they went to go investigate the engine. The engine... In other words, was tow up. If that plane would have taken off with the condition that that engine was in, the plane would have crashed. The plane would have crashed. But let's go back a second ago. There was a a, a prayer that happened on the plane of a woman being overwhelmed by the power of the Holy Spirit by repeatedly calling on the name of Jesus that delayed the plane, that caused the plane not to go into the sky. I don't know about you or if you ever experienced the power of calling on the name of Jesus. There is this song that um that I grew up singing in 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 church and it says there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. And even t- and even we hear Christian artists um, singing songs, there's power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. But listen, y'all, there is real power in the name of Jesus. God knows the, the situation. He knows the condition. He knows the urgency. And he caused that woman to pray and travail and to press into him by calling on the name that will save, that will heal, that will deliver. I feel God right now that'll protect, that'll cover, that'll keep. If you don't know what to pray, call on the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And he will rescue. He will come and see about you. My God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whew. 
I was so overwhelmed when I heard that story. I was. Because what caused the, the, the pilots to check the engine before they took off? Jesus. What caused that plane and those people to be covered in the blood of Jesus? That woman that was travailing calling on Jesus. And another thing. The, the the tears I've I've been here too. <laughs> I've been so overwhelmed before, um, saints. The only thing that I could do was cry and say, "Oh," and groan and moan with the Holy Spirit. There was this um, this picture that I seen on Instagram of a sheet of paper. A sheet of lined paper, so you know, binder paper, and on the sheet of paper there were teardrops that filled the paper, and at the underneath the teardrops was the word "Amen," and even in the tears that we cry. The Holy Spirit understands. The Holy Spirit hears. The Holy Spirit listens. And he is continually praying for us with groans that can't be interpreted. Saints, there is so much in this world to pray for. Outside of our own situations and circumstances and turning on the news, there is so much to pray for. But what do you say? when you don't know what to say in prayer. I hope that this this conversation is helpful to someone that says, Kendra, I don't know how to pray. Sometimes I, I don't know what to say. Sometimes I, <clears throat> I'm, I'm too weak to even speak. So why bother? I, I dare you I challenge you to go into your secret closet. And we talked about this too on an episode. Going into your secret place. And just lay before the Lord. He knows. Just call on the name of Jesus. And if the only thing you can do is call on the name of Jesus and weep. That's okay. The only thing that you can do is lay before him and say, help me, Lord. That's okay, too. I want to encourage those that are feeling weak. I'm praying for you. Ooh. That your faith fail not. So many saints that are battling with depression, with thoughts of suicide, with with the the thought of giving up, of throwing in the towel, but I'm praying for you that you continue to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Amen. With all hearts and minds cleared, Father in heaven, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your friendship, for your love, for your patience, for your understanding, for 
everything that you have done for us. God, I'm praying for my dear brothers and sisters that are listening to this prayer that have trouble finding the words. God, I pray that you cause them to continue to seek your face, continue to go before you and remind them that even when they don't know what it is to say, that the Holy Spirit is interceding on our behalf. Father, I pray for strength for your saints. God, we need strength in this hour. The world is growing more wicked and wicked. God, we are growing tired, and I pray that you give us strength. God, help us, keep us, protect us, as you only know how to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank God. Amen. All right, y'all. I love you so much. I am continuing to pray for everyone. If you have any prayer requests, you can submit them. They could be confidential. Um, Normally, I don't um, share prayer requests unless asked, but people don't normally ask. So I keep those things confidential. And um, if that's you and you say, hey, Kendra, I, I need prayer for this this area of my life or this circumstance i'm so happy to go before the lord on your behalf and to pray but saints don't stop praying even when you don't know what to say because know that the holy spirit is interceding for you on your behalf be blessed